how are you reclaiming that sensual power for yourself? And whether it is, you know, the soft touch, whether it is giving yourself a self massage, whether it is caring for and, you know, tantalizing your taste buds by taking yourself out to dinner by yourself or going for a long walk and picking up flowers along the way and to really allow us the juicy nuggets of what turns us on. So what does it mean to be sensual in your life and live in pleasure? Well, that's what we're going to be talking about and diving in and braving in today. If you're tuning in for the first time, welcome. This is your destination, your oasis to be just a little bit more brave. And I'm your host, Dr. Neetha Bushin, and this is The Brave Table. And today, I've got something juicy to explore with you. Fam, I know that if you've been listening to this and watching this on YouTube, I just want to celebrate this with you. We have crossed top 100 in mental health on iTunes. And I am so excited. I am so excited. If you are just tuning in here, I just want to say, if you haven't already subscribed with us on YouTube, it's at Meet the Bushin, where you can get all of the clips and the shorts, as well as The Brave Table on iTunes and Spotify. And if you haven't left us a review, I would so encourage you to leave your testimony. How has The Brave Table shifted and changed conversations in your life and perhaps edged you to stretch into your comfort zones and explore what is new in your season of vulnerability and bravery. And I'm just so, so, so thankful and excited. And as you know, we are giving away some really amazing treats this month for anyone that is going to be leaving a review. And I will share those details later on. But I really wanted to dive in today because something that I have been working on and this is a very vulnerable share, simply because in the last few years, being a mother and a mother for the second time with my daughter, there was something that I was deeply craving. And it was different than me trying to find my power in yoga and movement and in the ways that I had typically found myself after childbirth, after, you know, in postpartum. And one of the women that I got introduced to a couple of years ago was Regina Thomasauer, the author of the New York Times bestselling book, Pussy. And I had her on the podcast and she's become a dear friend. She's also endorsed the book, That Suck Now What? If you haven't read this book, Pussy, I will link our episode with her in the show notes. She is a brilliant queen in the way that she has really revolutionized the industry for women to claim their power from places that we've traditionally thought taboo. And I have seen and witnessed her in the most vulnerable ways, but she's given people permission to explore and to rise in our 
feminine power and whatever that means to you. And she talks a lot about sisterhood activism and really in it's all about embracing sisterhood and empowering other women that you love, that you adore, that you want to, you know, get to know better, to really, you know, show up for them in the ways that you'd probably want them to show up for you, right? And she does this with such unapologetic confidence. And she took me to an event last year that would forever literally change my life. And it was meeting her dear friend, Sheila Kelly. And now before going to this event, it was a a three-day strip tease. And it's not what you think, okay? It's literally a full embodiment workshop for three days. And she knew that I really wanted to get into my own sensual creative power. And when I was doing my own research around this, because I grew up dancing. I've grown up dancing since I was a little girl, from ballet at seven years old to Hawaiian dancing, because that was part of Filipino dancing. I was constantly taught to perform. And even in classical Indian dance and then Bhangra, modern dance, I mean, I used to compete in traditional dance and even in the international days in high school. Shout out to Chicago, Lane Tech. I mean, I would perform. And that has been and has literally given me life in so many ways, especially through darkness, especially through loss. And that, you know, I shared this on a different episode with someone else the other day, but you know, looking back, dance has was really one of the through lines of me to heal through such a hard time in life. And that's one of the practices that I still yearn to, whether it's salsa merengue with you know now Ajit. But I really wanted to do and get back to doing something for myself where it's not performative for anyone else. And you would think, you know, sensual pole dance or strip tease, you know, it would suggest that it would be for the other person. It would be the, for the voyeur or it would be to perform. And I'm not talking about that. What I'm actually talking about, and it, it's great because Sheila Kelly, and I'll link her TED Talk here, she talks about in her TED Talk, and it's a powerful one, and it's perfectly named and titled Let's Get Naked by Sheila Kelly. And her documentary, Strip Down, Rise Up, it's on Netflix. It is a beautiful showcase of her work in the last 30 years. And it is just so powerful. And so when I arrived at this three-day, you know, what I was thinking, okay, it's a striptease event. I'm going to learn how to pole dance. And, you know, I'm one to really love challenges. And I've been to pole dancing classes. I've never been able... Like, mad respect for the women who beautifully dance, you know, using the poles. I mean, it is just... It's like acrobatics. It's gymnastics. It is all of the things that include and involve strength with grace. And it was one of the, you know, analogies that I've used when I've described resilience. It's when you see these trapeze artists, when you see these dancers that are hanging from, you know, bars in the air and they're catching one another, they're in flow, they are agile, they are flexible. 
And they have so much connection with each other. And so that's what I've used to really describe resilience because of my love for and appreciation for the arts and dance since I grew up as a a little ballerina. But I knew that this weekend was going to be interesting for a few reasons because... Sheila Kelly talks about the different erotic creatures. She says there's about five. And I won't get into that because we're definitely going to bring her on the brave table to talk more about this. But that weekend really changed my life in so many ways, simply because I was able to have a different relationship with dance. I was able to get out of my head where I needed to memorize, perform, and do it for the validation of performing for others versus doing it for myself. And I realized that I really needed this. And she uses this as a tool and as a practice to express our self in the most gracious ways, but it can come out in different because we're celebrating different aspects of ourselves, different aspects of ourselves. And, you know, I wanted to share this because even when we are having an emotional meltdown, even when we're having an emotional crisis, a sucky moment, a sucky season, there are parts of ourselves that come to the table. There are parts of ourselves that we get ashamed of, that we judge the batshit crazy in ourselves, or the resentful people pleaser that comes up, or the hurt stonewaller who can't share what's really on their mind. So they internalize it and then they withdraw and then they're just in their head ruminating, sitting in the sock for a long time. And what Sheila in her work talks about how when we're dancing, we can express different emotions as well. We can express that rage through the body. And it was such a beautiful way for me to not just connect with my body, but I also use the pole. And I was more fascinated with the pole. I know some are fascinated with some of the floor work that's available to you there. But truth be told, I really wanted a challenge and I was not able to do anything on the pole. And, you know, Sheila's in her 60s, I think. I mean, she's she's just an icon. And both her and Regina, the way they move together. And there were women who were in their, their late 70s and in their 80s at this event. And it was just so beautiful to see the reverence, to see the honor, to see witnessing, being a witness, but not in a performative way, to be encouraged, to be seen. And I'm like, wow, I wish we all can be like that with our girlfriends. And I wish we all can be like that even as we age gracefully. And it just motivated me in so many ways. I went back and I told my bua, who's like my bonus mom, I talk about her a lot. She's my dad's sister. She's the one that raised my brother and I for the most part, along with some of my other aunts. But I told her, I said, you know, (laughs) we should go to a pole dancing class. And she's like, what are you talking about? You know, she didn't understand, nor did she get it. But so I started showing her videos and she was just like, like the circus, you know? And I'm like, yeah, kind of, not really. But it was cute to see how when we have expanders and when we have role models for what we want to become. And even sharing with my elderly aunt, 
there's women who are doing this in their 70s and 80s. And it is just so inspiring to see how we can move with our bodies. And if you all know, I talk a lot about how sometimes the body keeps score like that book where we hold emotions in certain places, where when we are suppressing certain emotions, it hides in certain places. It gets stuck. If we are not able to share what is really on our mind, we are suppressing our truth. We are suppressing our voice. Where does it go? You know, does it bottle up in anger? Does it bottle up in tension? Does the shame and the rage and the guilt bottle up in migraine headaches? Does it bottle up in our lower back? And to be able to use you know, again, using the pole as a metaphor, as a tool to release that for our own medicine. I thought that was the greatest medicine for myself as a mom. And now I share this with all my mom friends. I'm like, you know, we need to get a pole. And in fact, we've been doing the last six months with a group of women here. We've cultivated with along with a couple of my friends to actually have one of the S-Factor because it's part of the S-Factor group to teach us some of those moves to be able to use this in a way to have that sensuality, have that pleasure to awaken the pleasure of even doing some of the mundane things. That even when we're strutting or walking and it totally shifts our energy, it totally shifts the energy that we're putting out. So even when we're having a bad day, even when everything is going to the shitter, that we actually can reclaim our power back because we can remember that we can tune into what our body needs, tune into what she's craving. And one of the takeaways that she left us with and that I want to just bring here that I thought was interesting is that we don't need a whole 20-minute session. Sometimes it could just be, and this is what my kids and I, we do every morning anyways, but it was such a good perspective shift as well, is that I'll put on the, the kiddo songs and the dances that we do, which are obviously like the baby songs. And Dinosaur Dance is one of them. And I've shared that here before, where my kids get all excited, they're dancing, and it's two or three songs and we have a little dance party. And so she had recommended, well, why not? insert one of those songs to be a song that you dance to and get you know the kids moving in that way. And, and I just thought, you know what? Actually, that's so true to actually have that reclamation for ourselves in one or two songs to reset and emotionally reset our day and reset. We've had an emotional outburst or an intense reaction to something. We can emotionally reset now with music and our own embodiment practice that we can actually create. And for those of you who have read you know, that suck now what? You know that we have an emotional release and embodiment practice. And it has to do with stomping out the suck. It has to do with moving our body. And whether you were, you know, traditionally trained as a dancer or had to perform, this is not about getting steps right. This is not about having to have choreography down. That's a different set. I'm asking to just tune in to move in the frequency that speaks to you. And that's why it's so great doing dance parties with the kids because they are such... And they are my reminders that, nope, we're not doing this to for the end goal. We're doing this because it is 
the pleasure. It's the joy and the the small ways that we can move our body that really shifts our energy. And then it shifts our mindset. And then it shifts our emotional state. And then it causes healing. And it causes deeper connection. And it probably even causes some of the buildup of stuck stress or stuck emotions to move through our body. And even at this event, you know, some of the women, when they were dancing, I mean, they started releasing tears. They started releasing, whether it was tears of joy, whether it was tears of grief, but to allow the full expression that many times is suppressed, but that when we're moving our bodies in different ways, that it's coming up to the surface and that it's appreciated, it's not judged, and it's another tool in our tool belt for healing. So not that I'm trying to get everybody to get to a pole dancing class because now I think Sheila only does these on... I think you could check out her website at sfactor.com where she has a lot of these online. She's definitely gone online for a lot of her teachings and trainings. She also has an event coming up in May, the same one that I went to. And I will put that in the show notes if that is interesting for anyone to check out and learn more. But my gift today is for you to, if this is sparking some dialogue, if it's sparking an interest in reclaiming what your own sensual power looks like. And I'm not talking about just the bedroom. I'm talking about how do you turn yourself on? Especially when the days of mothering and boss momming and boss babying are tough and difficult or you're going through a breakup, you're going through a divorce, you're going through a challenging time, you're going through a loss. How are you reclaiming that sensual power for yourself? And whether it is the soft touch, whether it is giving yourself a self-massage, whether it is tantalizing your taste buds by taking yourself out to dinner by yourself or going for a long walk and picking up flowers along the way and to really allow us the juicy nuggets of what turns us on. Because I think so often we're looking to others. We're looking to men or our romantic lovers to do that for us or for our friends to do that for us or family to light us up. But what about doing that for ourselves? What about doing it for ourselves in the ways where we've always wanted and to actually dive into and be brave in sorting out what that could look like? And if this is so foreign for you and that's why you're tuning into this episode and that's why you landed here, well, yes, this is something to unpack for us to really dive into and see what is making us uncomfortable right now. What were the stories you were told about your sensuality? Because I know even for myself, sensuality and sexuality were the same thing. It wasn't until I started piquing my own interests around my own sensual prowess and learning from the two incredible legends like Regina, like Sheila Kelly's, and being able to walk that walk on my own. I mean, these are the two women who have started this revolution. And it's just amazing to walk alongside of them and, and learn with how they've devoted their life to helping women come from a healing place 
because from that healing place, then we're less likely to harbor emotions of resentment and emasculation of, you know, other people, putting other people down just to make us feel good or, you know, slighting our girlfriends and, or thinking that the world is out to get you, especially when you're going through stressful moments in life and stressful moments in motherhood. It's when I talk to, you know, moms who we have a lot of things on our plate or even just ambitious women who are in a different season of life, it can get hectic. And so this is just an invitation to reclaim your power. And what does that sensual power look like for you in this stage? So let's brave that out for us this week. And if you want to enter yourself in our incredible giveaway for April, go ahead. All you have to do is screenshot your five-star review to support at globalgrit.co. We are going to be announcing our winners at the end of April. And we are doing this all month long. And basically, you get a chance to win our conversation card deck, uh, which are obviously so juicy, as well as our affirmation card deck. and our printed That's Talk Now What journal. So go ahead and we love your reviews. We love, love, love. If this is an an episode that really sparked and piqued your interest or maybe a girlfriend would like this or your mom or maybe a, a lover in your life or someone that you care about that could use a little bit of bravery in this arena of your life, go ahead and share this episode. And thank you so, so much. I am so beyond grateful that we get to do this walk together. And cheers to playing more and having more brave conversations and being brave in your life. I'll see you next time.